Hey, welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. Glad to be with you today. We uh, attempt to do these reports about three days a week right here on the Teal Shirt Report. You can also follow us at BigJReport.com, BigJReport.com, for a lot of news, sports, and weather across uh, North Florida and surrounding areas. So check us out at BigJReport.com. Also, right here on the Teal Shirt Report, where this is like our 15th 15th episode, I understand. And there's been some breaking news uh, this week. Uh, earlier this week, the Jaguars made some decisions. Uh, they have decided, uh, General Manager Dave Codwell has decided to release Marcel Darius. And this is basically... Cap savings, saving on the salary cap. So Marcel Darius, who was injured about half the year last year, he had season-ending surgery and went on IR. So Marcel Darius missed at least uh, half the season. Big run stuffer. Really hurt the Jaguars uh, when he got injured. However, his salary cap number for 2020 was right at about close to $20 million. The Jaguars would have loved to have kept him. They certainly would have loved to have kept him. However, you know, they'd have to bring him back at a a much smaller, uh, a a much uh, 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 smaller figure. And I think what's going to happen now that uh, Marcel Darius has been released you know, it's uh, it's purely a business move, and, and Marcel will see what. He is available to him on the free agent market. I, I think the Jags have pretty much um, put an end to Marcel Darius being a Jaguar. Um, however, I'm, I'm sure he'll get he'll get some good value on uh, the free agent market. But probably, you know, these contracts are funny. Sometimes they backload them, and the player never gets to that that really big backloaded money. And we'll see what happens with Marcel Darius. But Marcel Darius, no longer a Jaguar. The big defensive tackle looks like he will be headed to free agency. And we'll see what the market will bear uh, for him. For the Jaguars, on the other hand, they save about $20 million or close to $20 million on the salary cap going into 2020 now, into the uh, the 2020 uh, NFL year. Also, the Jaguars have parted ways with uh, linebacker Jake Ryan, who was a player they brought in uh, last year, way before the season started, hopefully to play linebacker for a depleted Jaguars linebacker core. Jake Ryan was activated last year and and I I think went to a few practices after being hurt most of the year, like 90% of the year. And... um, I don't think he played a I don't think he played a single snap. He didn't play a single down for the Jaguars. The Jaguars parting with the often injured linebacker Jake Ryan. The Jaguars save about five million dollars on the salary cap by parting ways and releasing linebacker uh, Jake Ryan. There's been some press conferences uh, this week with uh, Doug Marone, the head coach of the Jaguars, also the general manager, Dave Codwell. Been some interesting stuff. It seems like Codwell is still very happy uh, with the offensive line he's got coming back. 
feels like they're going to improve and do better. We'll see what happens in the NFL draft. However, I will say this, uh, uh, Doug Marone did, uh, Doug Marone was quoted talking about his running back Leonard Fournette saying that, um, uh, Number 27, running back Leonard Fournette for the Jaguars, a workhorse. According to Doug Marone, he caught a lot of passes out of the backfield, ran the ball hard, and ran the ball a lot. And, of course, uh, running back Leonard Fournette will be entering his uh, fourth season with the Jaguars in 2020. Jaguars management. You know, I hear a lot of things on sports radio. I hear the scuttlebutt. I hear people, you know, around North Florida in the community talking about the Jaguars. And do the Jaguars management and brass have a plan? Everybody says, what is the plan? I'm going to tell you right now, there is no plan. And there's a reason for that, because it's like every action, there's a reaction. And, you know, quite frankly, the Jaguars have to be dependent on other players and other players' agents to make decisions and then agree with the Jaguars in uh, contract pursuits and things of that nature. So it's kind of like this. I would describe it. I would describe uh, Jaguars management like this. You know, a lot of people thought that general manager Dave Codwell and Doug Marone were going to get canned. They were going to get fired and not be back. However, head coach Doug Marone is back for the final year of his contract. General Manager Dave Codwell is back in 2020 for the final year of his contract. And this is kind of how it's going. I mean, Doug Marone and Dave Codwell, both on the final year of their contract. So this means they got to win, right? They got to at least go 500, nine and seven. They got to make improvements over last year. They will be out the door after the final year of their contract. I don't think there's any uh, doubt about that, but I would describe Jaguars management in 2020 like this. As far as general manager Dave Codwell, the Jaguars brass, uh, Doug has added a new offensive coordinator. That's uh, head coach Doug Marone has added a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterbacks coach. A couple of guys that have also been the head coaches in the NFL in the past as well. But if I were to describe, if I were to describe Jaguars management, it's about like this. It's about like an obstacle driving course. You know, you're in a car. There's other cars in the lot. There's cones all over the place. And basically, when you come up and you're driving at a pretty good rate of speed, because, you know, day after day and week after week, things are coming up. Deadlines are coming up. Decisions have to be made. And again, I go back to that that driving obstacle course, kind of back when I... Uh, took driver's education way back in high school one summer. It's kind of like, hey, I'm, you know, general manager Dave Cotwell is in a car. Um, Shotcon's giving him the Fiari, the the Fiari or the Porsche or, or maybe the teal colored Lamborghini. However, I think, I think general manager Dave Cotwell is still on the uh, driving obstacle course. And when he comes up at a, at a high rate of speed and the orange cone is coming up, he's got to go left or right quick or he's going to run that orange cone over. That's kind of what it comes down to. That's kind of my analogy of Jaguars management right now. Uh, some dates to remember. 
well, we talked about Darius and Jake Ryan being being released for salary cap relief, and those those are two players that were, let's face it, they were both uh, injury prone last year. But the twenty five million dollars in in uh, in cap savings for twenty twenty now will give the Jaguars it should give the Jaguars an instant opportunity to either sign Yannick Ngakwe, pass rusher, defensive end, to a big contract. The big contract, I think, I think Yannick Ngakwe is going to want $21 million a year, $22 million a year. He might want $23 million a year. So the salary cap savings for 2020, it's all going to go to Yannick Ngakwe if they're able to re-sign him. If they're not able to re-sign him, they're going to slap the, you know, they have to put the franchise tag on him because, quite frankly, Yannick Ngakwe is a is one heck of an investment. He's a really big investment uh, for the Jaguars. So, if he plays under the franchise tag, which you know he might not, he might hold out. But the franchise tag uh, for a pass rusher, you know with uh, his experience now in the league and with the Jaguars, he's going to be making upwards of, what, 18 19 $20 million a year based on the NFL saying, okay, this position, if you franchise tag it, they make this amount. So when Unique plays in 2020 for the Jaguars, whether he's signed to a contract or he's playing under the one-year franchise tag, he's going to make a boatload of money. And that's the reason why the Jaguars had to release Marcel Darius and Jake Ryan. They're making they're making room to make that move with Ngakwe. So I think there's about three different things that can happen with uh, Yannick Ngakwe, the defensive and pass rusher for the Jaguars. He will either sign a new deal. He, you know they'll. They'll sign him to a brand-new multi-year contract for probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 21 to maybe $23 million a year, possibly. We'll, we'll see what happens. It could break the bank. Do you want to pay a defensive end pass rusher that much money? But you want to keep your players that you drafted. And, you know, he was uh, unique in Gakwe. I mean, let's face it. He was a steal in the third round and a good draft pick my general manager, Dave Codwell. We have to, you know, tip our hat to Dave Codwell for that pick of Yannick Ngakwe, who's been a very good player uh, for the Jaguars the last four years. But the idea now is to re-sign Ngakwe, keep him with the fold, but, hey, it's going to be expensive. Some uh, dates coming up for the Jaguars. You know, they're going to make a decision on Yannick Ngakwe in the next the next few days. Um Free agency is coming up in March, so they'll have to make a quick decision on Ngakwe as free agency approaches here in March. Uh, the the April NFL college draft, the NFL draft will be in April. The Jaguars have the ninth pick overall and also the 20th pick overall due to the Jalen Ramsey trade that took place uh, during 2019. So that is a look at some of the Jaguars stuff here on the Teal Shirt Report. Also checking some other area news. I want to congratulate the Bishop Kenny girls uh, soccer team. I uh, talked to a happy coach, uh, Robert Hall, this morning as his Bishop Kenny girls have won the state title uh, down in DeLand, Florida. They went to DeLand and played. 
Again, I talked to a happy, a very happy coach, Robert Hall, this morning as his Bishop Kenny girls have won the state title in girls high school soccer. The final score was the Bishop Kenny girls two and Cardinal Gibbons won the final score on February the 26th. And again, congratulations to the Bishop Kenny girls on a job well done. And they do have a very good um, coach, very good soccer coach in Robert Hall. So again, congratulations to the Bishop Kenny girls on winning the uh, 4A uh, state championship in girls high school soccer. I, I especially want to congratulate their coach, Robert Hall, and all of the uh, Bishop Kenny girls. Congratulations uh, to those girls uh, right here in the Jacksonville area. Also, some North Florida entertainment, some concerts coming up. Still got a few concerts, and we'll be checking more concerts as time goes on. You can also uh, check our concerts on the uh, Neighbors 2 page on our website at bigjreport.com. Uh, Checking some North Florida entertainment and uh, some of the concerts that are coming up. Let me pull up my list for concerts uh, here in North Florida and surrounding areas. Uh, there was a show, uh, the Michigan Rattlers played at Jack Rabbits in the San Marco area in Jacksonville, Florida. That was uh, uh, last week, back on February the 21st. Some shows coming up. The Little River Band and the Lords of 52nd Street this Saturday night, February the 29th at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. Ario Speedwagon, Want to Keep on Loving You, was uh, probably their one of their biggest hits. I believe that was the name of it, Keep on Loving You. Ario Speedwagon will be in Jacksonville on Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville. And Michael Blue Blay. Michael Blue Blay will be in concert here in Jacksonville, on right here in Jacksonville, Florida, on Tuesday evening, March 17th of 2020, at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Tickets are now on sale. And if they sell out at the box office, then you got to go online to the Stub Hubs, et cetera. And uh, normally, the way it works online, is if you got the money to pay for the seat, you can get a seat almost anywhere. It does get kind of pricey and expensive with some of the online uh, sites like the StubHubs, et cetera. But you can buy a seat online for almost any show uh, in North Florida, surrounding areas, and, and anywhere for that matter. Thank you for joining us uh, for the Teal Shirt Report today. We checked the Jaguars on these reports. Also, some other area sports from time to time. Congratulations again to the Bishop of uh, the Bishop Kenny. Let me repeat that. I want to congratulate the Bishop Kenny uh, soccer girls on their state championship in Class 4A girls soccer. Again, congratulations to the Bishop Kenny girls. So we do check other area sports uh, in the area. Also, North Florida entertainment like concerts and uh, comedy and events and and music and things of that nature. And of course, the Teal Shirt Report always starts out with our take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. You can check concerts, local news, sports, and weather on our website at bigjreport.com. For North Florida, South Georgia, surrounding areas, we have uh, our neighbors' uh, sections as well. So check us out at bigjreport.com. And we'll be back uh, for another uh, Teal Shirt Report. 
coming up again real soon. Thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Scott. And again, follow uh, follow us on our website at bigjreport.com. And again, you have been listening to the Teal Shirt Report. Thank you for listening. And uh, by the way, have a great day.